Hello, this is Ben Thompson, doctor of audiology and tinnitus specialist. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This audio is a recording from my YouTube channel, Ben Thompson AUD. I hope you find the information you need and I hope you enjoy the episode. And I've officially completed the five-day Powell and Margaret Jastroboff tinnitus retraining therapy course. This is Ben Thompson here. I'm making this video to explain what I've learned especially on day five. Make it to the end of this video because I'm going to talk about the positives and negatives of tinnitus retraining therapy. First off, what a course it was, really. Uh, five days, I took the time off work, five full days, about eight hours per day. So in total, uh, definitely over 30 hours, almost 40 hours of lectures, learning, practicing, learning tinnitus retraining therapy. And I learned a lot uh, at the program in San Francisco where I uh, developed my doctorate of audiology degree. I did learn about tinnitus retraining therapy from uh, Dr. Kasha, who was uh, on for an episode on the podcast. He learned from Dr. Suido, who was very involved in the tinnitus community at UCSF. So that's the sort of lineage that I've learned under for managing tinnitus. But now I can say that I've studied with the Jastroboffs and honestly, I, I learned an incredible amount of knowledge about tinnitus. It put a lot of the pieces together that I'd been picking up in my own uh, devotion to the tinnitus counseling craft to managing tinnitus over the past year or so with pure tinnitus. This is really uh, bringing a lot of things together in a way that I know is going to improve the lives of the patients I work with. All right, so today I want to talk about, first we discussed running a tinnitus clinic. I won't go into the details of that, but uh, overall these are systems that have worked over 20, 30 plus years with the Jastroboffs. They started at University of Maryland and they operated a clinic um, at Emory in Atlanta, Georgia, and now they operate their own clinic um, in uh, where they live in, in Maryland. So that was a good bit about running a tinnitus clinic. I won't go into the details. Next, I want to talk about uh, tinnitus retraining therapy results. So this was a big part of what we covered today. Building the validity, taking a look at the existing research for tinnitus. Um, you know, how are we measuring the, the impact, the benefit? The tinnitus handicap inventory is typically used. And one great thing about uh, today's lectures were we learned how do different procedures stack up? How does cognitive behavioral therapy compare to tinnitus retraining therapy compared to just using sound therapy or masking of hearing aids? Uh, let's talk about that right now. I believe tinnitus retraining therapy is the most advanced neuroplasticity program for tinnitus, hands down. It's the program that has consistently received the best results. And that's the, that's what we learned today. There's a 2006 um, article by James Henry, who is well known in the tinnitus research world, and it compared masking, just using sound therapy, and tinnitus retraining therapy, working with someone, working with an audiologist who's trained in the specific tinnitus retraining therapy mode from the Jastroboffs, which encompasses education, counseling, and sound therapy. So that study showed a clear benefit to tinnitus retraining therapy in the effectiveness 
And that was independent. That was outside of the Jastrobov studies. So that's a good sign. The, the next study of importance was uh, from 2012. It compared cognitive behavioral therapy and tendon retraining therapy. Overall, the long-term benefit showed a big advantage to tendon retraining therapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy, talking about thoughts, emotions, feelings, whereas tendon retraining therapy is, re- is retraining the, uh, the condition response of tinnitus at the level lower than the brain itself. Uh, the, another study that was brought up was a Lancet study about cognitive behavioral therapy. So we were able to use the tinnitus handicap inventory, which is the questionnaire to measure how well someone gets over time, three, three months, six months, nine months, one year, and so on. And then with the uh, like, an- analyzing different studies, we're able to compare how these treatments stack up against each other. Obviously, there's some factors uh, at play here. It depends on the individual who's going through the study. But as if we can assume that those performing cognitive behavioral therapy were well-trained with the tendinous retraining therapy group that was well-trained to provide the service, then we're comparing more apples to apples. Again, today we learned from all this research that CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy alone, helps just as much as consistent sound therapy. And that's quite different than tendinous retraining therapy, which uh, helps significantly better than just using consistent sound therapy. So hopefully that's giving us some signs. I'm not going to go too deep into the specifics about the studies. I'll reference them in future videos. But I wanted to just share in the moment, on the day, uh, today, day five, what I've been learning. Hopefully for those interested, this is of value. Uh, importantly, we talked about the negatives of tendinous retraining therapy. And I would say the negatives are that uh, it, it's, it takes time. You know, that's, <laughs> there's no quick and easy tinnitus treatment. There's no quick and easy tinnitus cure. There is no tinnitus cure right now. So, and we don't expect a tinnitus cure to come anytime soon. However, what we saw with the tendinous retraining therapy results and studies is that people get to the point with tinnitus where they don't care enough to chase a cure endlessly. They, they get to the point where they're living their lives normally, hearing some tinnitus, not focusing on it like the majority of people. So that was very encouraging. And again, the main negative of TRT is the length of time that it takes. The first few months can show some signs of improvement, but again, that's that's a sensitive period where we don't want to base improvement one or two months out uh, and say that it works because there's a placebo effect for any kind of treatment. So we're measuring the effectiveness of TRT at six months, nine months, one year, and so on. And that's how we know that it's working because it's consistently improved uh, by one year and then follow-up studies confirm the effects uh, remain. It's pretty rare to relapse of sorts, to relapse from from a habituated state of tinnitus back into a bothersome state. And finally, I will leave this uh, by saying that the training does matter of the person that you're working with. I know this personally, that when I started my tinnitus work, right at the beginning, I was, I was really nervous and yes, I knew the theory, but I couldn't quite connect the dots from all of my uh, experience. And that that's relevant here is that 
the provider who's doing the counseling, the education, setting the devices, working with sound therapy, guiding someone through the process, the training really does matter. So that I knew part of why I signed up for this course was to you know, put that uh, put that to practice, was to practice what I preach in that regard of getting the highest level of training and certification as possible to help people with tinnitus. So now at this point, I can say, uh, at least for now, that I've done that. Um, I'm, I'm sure that I will have more training. I'm sure that I will learn more in the future. But the information uh, in this thick book and all the other lectures that I learned and research that I learned over, over this five-day course, this is going to entertain me for a while, we'll say. This will keep me busy to fully dissect this and to create materials to implement it I'm already implementing it right away with one-on-one -on -one consultations and I'm trying to learn and figure out how to what makes the most sense to teach this. It's designed for one-on-one, -on -one, but I understand that some that my recorded videos have provided a lot of value for people. So I'm trying to figure out if it would make sense for me to make an online course for tinnitus that people can read, listen to, go back to, always have with them, or if I'm just planning to do one-on-one -on -one therapy. Um, I'm trying to figure that out right now, but I have been implementing the specific education and counseling and hearing from my patients. Wow, that makes sense. Okay, that works. And that's the, uh, that's, that's, that's the goal we're trying to reach with this is to educate and teach and show that this conditioned reflex of tinnitus can retrain, rewire at a subconscious level over time, over a period of months. Thanks for watching this video, and I'm happy to have completed the five-day vlog, video blog, of my experiences of the course. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's my mission to share high quality information about tinnitus and hearing conditions. It would mean the world to me if you could take just 60 seconds to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a quick review explaining what you learned on this podcast. Thank you so much for considering that and I'll make sure to see you on the next episode.